incredible, like incredible planning. Um, oh yeah. And and so, can I ask a question, John? What was yeah. what was the what went through your mind when you said, "No, I'm not speaking to them, um, CBS," and you just went to watch the TV? Yeah, I just didn't. I didn't want to talk to anybody about what was going on. I wanted, I wanted to absorb it. I wanted to just take everything in about that mm. night and about that event. You know, because um, I know the first questions they were going to ask me is like, "Oh, how do you feel?" and this and that. You know what? And I didn't know exactly how I felt until I sat down and started watching it. You know, and I had a lot of emotions that night. I, you know, I, I got tears in my eyes because I was happy. You know, and and, and I got tears in my eyes because I was thinking about. You know, this is this is restitution. Maybe this is restitution, and maybe two thousand nine hundred and seventy-seven other families, you know, have some sort of restitution now that mm. he's gone. So that's yeah. It's different emotions that I was going through that night as well. And you've written a book too, haven't you? Um, yeah. Or, yep. And I think you've got other um, people who uh, added bits to the book as well. Can you tell us a little bit about that? The book is called uh, 9-11 Survivor Stories, Midwest Memories. Um, there it is right there. <laughs> it is available right. on Amazon and paperback and e-version on Amazon. Um, about a year ago, a good friend of mine, his name is Lieutenant Colonel, Lieutenant Colonel Ryan Yantis. He's retired. He's a Pentagon survivor. And we've been friends for about oh, 17 years. And he came to me about a year ago and he goes, what do you think we write a book for the 20th anniversary? He goes, we have a whole new generation of you know, kids coming up that weren't even born on 9-11. And I said, that's a great idea. So we have in this book, it's Midwest-based. It's people that were in the Midwest and either in the World Trade Center or in the Pentagon that day. And uh, there's about six stories from the World Trade Center, myself, and a couple other stories that are just amazing, um, unbelievable stories from, you know, their perspective. And then there's a couple of stories from the Pentagon. And then we also have the Ford by Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise has always been a good friend of, you know, helping out the military. And um, once he met, you know, we met him back in 2005 at an event in Chicago, myself and Lieutenant, Lieutenant Colonel Ryan Yantis. Um, he's always been very, very generous to us as well. But uh, he was he was great, great, gracious enough to, to write the forward for for our book. Well, that's uh, yeah, that's amazing. You know, having just having people come together. Um, and, and create that so that there is a legacy left in that book. And yeah. look, uh, a question I'll pop in, um, and Doug, will, I'm sure, has got a, a few more um, before we complete. What what is um, what's your view personally of what's going on in the world today? Like with COVID, there's so many like so many different stories on the internet and social media about do this, don't do that, it's all, it's fake, it's government, Yeah. Um, it's uh, don't get the vaccine, get the vaccine, like there's just so much out there, is any wonder people have got anxiety levels shooting through the roof, you know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, myself, personally, you know, I had COVID, I, you know, I had it about a year ago, a little over a year ago, and um, luckily my symptoms weren't severe, you know, I know other people that had severe symptoms and have died from it, um, so after I had had it about a year ago and it was, you know, not that strong. I, I decided, okay, um, I can't go through this again. I do not want to get it again. So I did, I did get my vaccination. I did get my two mm. shots. So I wanted to protect myself. I want to protect my family. So, uh, we, my whole family, we are vaccinated as well. Um, I have a friend who was fully vaccinated and, um, he just got it just recently. He got mm. COVID. 
and uh, he's one of those rare cases. And he had, and and he was very very symptomatic. Yeah, right. And he's he's okay now. Yeah. Yeah, he's okay. He's okay. He yeah. described it as you know very bad flu, cough, congestion, fever, and it was like consistently for like a week. Mm. Yeah, and it, it's such. I mean. Well, it's hard because none of us really know, like back home in Australia, there's a lot of, you know, different views and, you know, people not wanting to be forced to get vaccines. And, you know, I, I, I understand where they're coming from, like I do, yeah. you know. Um, I got vaccinated. I had concerns about it. But similar to you, I just wanted to get it to uh, protect my people around me, my family, uh, young kids, grandkids when I see them. And I'm flying on planes a lot of the time. So... Yeah, I just did it and, you know, I had COVID early on too. No, it wasn't bad. It was bad enough, but it wasn't, you know, serious, yeah. thank God. But, yeah, you know, I've had God. another member of my family got it and young person and they were in ICU for two weeks and now they're, they didn't luckily, luckily they didn't go on the respirator, but yeah. uh, they're going through rehabilitation now to, you know, get, get that person up walking around, getting them fit again. Now, I'm not, I'm not dismissing anyone else's view but when people yeah. say it's like a cold and a flu yeah, yeah maybe when it's not severe but when it goes beyond that it's nothing like a cold and a flu like yeah, it's, well, it's devastating it takes people's it lives out really quickly it is and like you said i have a friend who's a nurse at the university of chicago and she told me um she said i know of one person that has died in the last year from flu from the flu She's like, I've dealt mm. with 10 people in the last six months that have died from COVID-19. And so she put yeah. a whole new perspective on it for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's a crazy time in the world. And I guess, um, you know, what, what you experienced back then with 9-11, um, has, how's that sort of changed your view now with COVID? Because COVID's basically shut the world down, you yeah. know. Um, and what's your perspective on that for yourself? And then when you go speak at, at schools or if you're doing Zoom, you know, um, courses, whatever you do, how's that change your, perspe your perspective looking at COVID now with what you went through? Well, it's, it's, it's kind of eerily similar, but we, we only went through a short period of time after 9-11 where everything was shut down. And I mean, not flying. You didn't see too many cars on the road. You didn't see anything like that. You didn't see... Chicago was desolate. There was not a lot of people on the streets, but that was for a short period of time. Now mm. we have this pandemic, you know, and they're saying now that it, this could go on for, for quite a few years that, you know, our lifestyles have changed significantly because of COVID and it may not go back to normal, but we went back to normal after 9-11. We did get back to a certain level of normalcy. Mm. Yeah. yeah, well, I think you pretty much answered that because that's about all you can say because we don't know. We don't know um, what's yeah, just, we don't know what's going to happen going forward. No idea. Yeah. No idea. Yeah, Doug, um, over to you, mate. I only have one last question, which is, uh, Don, yeah. when COVID, uh, when COVID caused the world to shut down, next to the uncertainty that you felt. Did you also feel a little bit of relief in the sense that it might stop or disable Al-Qaeda and anything similar to it? Um, I, you know, I did, I, it's, it's hard to think about that, you know, from, you know, knowing what we go through here in the United States and how many cases of COVID we have here in the United States. But 
you really don't hear about it from, you know, Al-Qaeda from the Middle East. You know, right now, um, we, we have a serious situation in Afghanistan, you know, where, you know, our that country is pretty much under a very, you know, questionable rule um, with no authority at all. And the only authority is, you know, um, it's our way or no way. And that's what worries me now about the situation in Afghanistan um, is I don't want to see a repeat of 9-11. I do not want to see another September 11th. And it kind of worries me that we've kind of left ourselves open with Afghanistan. And I hope, I don't know if this is true or if there's the ability to do it, but I hope we have somebody or some special forces group on the ground there in, in Afghanistan and keeping an eye on what is going on because I would hate to see them plan and be able to execute something on American soil again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty interesting, um, all that. And obviously, that's not what this interview is about. But again, it's part of what's going on in the world, you know, like, you yeah. go through one thing and everything's great. And then something else comes up like COVID. And there is yeah. a lot of um, controversy over, you know, uh, pulling out of Afghanistan and leaving all the military equipment there. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. And a lot of the, a lot of the, you know, the, the, the guys and women and men who served over there, a lot of them... Um, I'd say most of them are pretty pissed off to be, you know. Oh yeah, they're, they're pretty, the yeah, way. yeah, they're pretty pissed um, off. Um, and we sadly, lost, um, oh sorry, go on, Don. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, Andy. We lost. Um, I mean, from our hometown here, we have a very small hometown. We lost one kid, you know, back in 2012 in Afghanistan. So um, yeah. he's he is, you know, it's it hits home. It it does hit even the smallest towns. That that war yeah. lasted 20 20 years. So wow. It, and and sadly now, just on a, a bit of a last note, um, is that now that uh, there's a colonel now that's been arrested because he spoke out about, which I know he's obviously not meant to do, but he did speak out against, you know, what happened in Afghanistan and the political parties, and now he's been arrested and there's a possibility he may go to jail over it, which, uh, yeah, um, I know wow. when you break rules, you break rules, but um, yeah. he's uh, he's... Been, as far as I know, he's been arrested and uh, for speaking out, and he could possibly go to jail. You know? Oh, that's um, unbelievable. Wow. I know. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, look, Don, uh, and thanks really for sharing that story. I can I can understand clearly why when you speak in front of people that it's very inspiring yeah. um, because it is. It is truly inspiring. And to see, you know, where you are now and, you know, other survivors supporting each other, you mm -hmm. know, to um, – get through another thing on the planet that's yeah. happening um yeah so human beings are fighters we are survivors and at that's the moment true. you know it is a lot of confusion and anxiety around the world but yeah as human beings we we don't give up and we do keep going forward so you know hopefully this will just be a part of history and you know another few years or so about COVID as well you know well that's hopefully that we could say that in a couple of years i know that yeah, hopefully it's mm. you know eradicated or pushed to the corners of the earth where we won't hear about it too much yeah. anymore. Um, yeah, but yeah, sweep it under the carpet. <laughs> if 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 it's if all possible, yeah. But no, I really appreciate yeah, right. you guys having me on, Andy and and Doug. I, I really appreciate you guys having me on. I know there's a two hour time difference between us, you know. But uh, <laughs> yes, I'm yeah, thanks. I really appreciate it. Allowed me to share my story and hopefully inspire a younger generation out there that's coming up. 
Yeah, I'm sure it will do that. There's no doubt. Doug will, Doug will put up all the, um, uh, you know, the, the books, the links to the books and all that uh, yeah. so that people can go and, you know, purchase that if they wish. Uh, oh. So, yeah, well, thanks, Don. I really appreciate well, it, mate. And I appreciate it, Andy. Enjoy, enjoy your tea. And, uh, Doug, yeah, I thank you. <laughs> and, and congratulations on that 100-pound weight loss. That's awesome. Mm. I appreciate it, guys, yeah. and I want to thank you, Don, for appearing on our show. Your, your story will unquestionably impact future generations of people. So, yeah. yeah, everyone, the link to the book is right here. Thank you, Andy, for being such a great drill instructor. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's not what he says when we're coaching during the week. He goes, oh, what have I done now? <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right, and yeah, we'll thanks, see you Tom. next time for the next episode of Relentless and Unstoppable.